All right, Chris. Take three or four now. Yeah, fuck it. It's take 511. All right. Take 511. We've been having some headphone issues, but we're back to bring you Buddy's Podcast. For the 511 time. Yeah. For <laughs> <laughs> I just call a beta get a high fee. Incredible. I just start the Lego just to sign me. Me and Chase connected like we signed me. Nick Van Axel, okay. Kende Matombo, Alex English, Nikola Jokic, and Chauncey Billups. Your favorite pe- nugget? Yeah, of all time. And I'm like, those guys aren't don't really represent as nuggets. My, my thing is this: who's missing from this list? I mean, Carmelo, obviously. Ding, ding, ding! I'm like, I get Matombo a little bit because that was where he was known as a defensive force. Then Axel's best I year was him out more there. Of a, as a hawk than I do as a but dude, a I'm nugget. like, you got Chauncey there over freaking Mellow. Like, yeah, Chauncey was a complimentary piece to that Mellow team. Yeah, exactly. He didn't carry that team. Right. It's not yeah. like it was the Pistons that you asked who's your favorite Piston. I'm like, come on now. And I mean, even for somebody who was a compliment like Rasheed Wallace, you you know he came in and was that final piece. You exactly. could even say somebody like Rasheed Wallace. Yeah, but yeah, you don't include Chauncey there. Like, come on now. Anywho, welcome back. Sorry, we're off topic, but it's cool. We're here. We're doing the show. It's Friday, uh, October sixteenth, I believe. It is. Anywho, it is. what yeah. up, brass? What up? How you doing, buddy? Man, you know I'm just chilling. You ready for an episode? Ready. Good. With the homies on the west side. Because we got about three minutes into the first take. Yeah, and then we just completely shit the bed. But I, I, yeah, I did stop the show like four times for the uh, for the headset issues, which I feel like I'm still having headset issues. But man, that's for me to cry about and for you to sit back and enjoy. It's um, cool though. So we're going over the week six matchups. We're gonna kind of discuss what's going on so far in fantasy because for me. And I know for you, it's been just a, a been wild, a rough, weird man. year. Like, it's been ugly. For me, it's more so like the timing thing. Like, I've had. Yeah, you just keep getting like random injuries and stuff. And me, it's yeah. literally just everything you can think of. And COVID, too. Yeah. On weeks there where it's like, oh, I just need that one running back. Oh, no. The Titans have 90% of their staff with COVID. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. And it's like, I just need 20 points. And then dude. the Patriots had a scare this morning with two possible new cases. Right. I saw so that. So it's like, oh, crap. What's Who else? Happening? There was another team. Was it? Oh, it was Atlanta. It, it was Atlanta, but Atlanta said that they when they retested, yeah. it was in the clear. Yeah. Yeah. That's another weird thing with, like, with false positives. Like, Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, you're going to get a lot of false positives that cause these false alarms. Right. Now, the worst part, and I know it's going to happen eventually. When that false positive comes, because now they're ta- they're upping the way that they test. Mm-hmm. When that false positive comes on game day, and your guy probably you know I'm gonna just throw a name out there like a Devonte Adams yeah. or you know a Mike Thomas or something like that, right? Or even a Zeke goes out, gets that false positive, and he misses. Then you find out later, oh, it wasn't really a positive test; it's false. Could you imagine if it was like a Sunday afternoon Bro, or it's Sunday night? Twelve forty-five, right? The game starts at one, and you get that notification. Or not even that. It's almost three. It's almost four o'clock, and they've got the four o'clock game. I would imagine these guys like report to the stadium much earlier. Like you have to, and, yeah, you would have to, yeah, yep. report. But it's just how quick can that test come back for you? That's the thing too. Like these man. guys are doing daily testing, aren't they? Yeah, they're doing daily That's testing brutal. now. Yeah, like because they they have to up it because of how Tennessee happened, which yeah, you know, it sucks. 
Well, anywho, yeah. the show must go on. It does. It has to continue. We started off by talking Lions Jags because for some reason we live in Detroit and we have a sports team here. We have many sports teams here. Do, do we really? Do we need to claim these teams? We just got to like, get them out of the way, Chris. Like, uh, we just got to talk about it, bury it. We're done. Man, like, I just. You and I have moved on to other franchises. Detroit about sports th- is literally the abyss right now. Because it's funny, I saw a list of like some potential free agents that the Pistons could get. Yeah. And as I looked at this list, I'm like, yep, I know what's going to happen. The Pistons are going to try to max out Goran Dragic. Right. And that's going to be their big splash move because it's the Pistons. When you've got guys like Brandon Ingram, Fred Van Fleet. Oh, I, I, f- I felt like Van Fleet Van after Fleet the championship would fit here. year what, had Piston written all over mm-hmm. him. Yep. But... He's actually turned out to be a great player. He, yeah, he does. He yeah. does. Like he could come here, but I feel like we'll overpay him. Yeah, Joe Rosen sure. could be available. Yeah, Montrez Harrell. You know, you know the Pistons really need, just need to shy away from free agency. They do. Like, just, like just at least get guys to fill out your roster. You know, and I'm talking just give us like guys who are like, honestly, screw that. Just give us guys that are like up and coming. Like, just young players who yeah. won't get, be given a shot anywhere else. Like, some hungry, scrappy guys. Yeah. Like, how would they deal with Ishmith? Exactly. Ishmith was kind of cast off a little bit and came out here and was like, yeah. I'm hungry. I'm a stud. Ishmith was also, like, 10, 12 years into the league already. He was. But, like, but he, that's was, what I'm talking But, about. like, he was literally at the point where it was like, nobody really wanted to take a chance on him that much. Exactly. Like, you, dude, you were in Philly when Philly was bad, and you didn't look <laughs> good then. Yeah, and he essentially just revived his career. Yep. And that's what they should do, you know, mm-hmm. just, you know, rack up the losses and, you know, try and hit on some draft picks, not drafting 15th and going yeah. for some guy with injury, you know, concerns. Yep. Um, and actually, they need to retain Christian Wood because he's a free agent. Yeah, like just, yeah, hold on to him. Like hold on to that guy yeah, for real. See if he pans out. Yep. Um, But, yeah, we were switching to... Yeah. The team that you like now, who made a uh, quite the splash yesterday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was just wondering what Chiefs jersey to get next, and Le'Veon answered that for me. I'm like, well, yeah. there we go. Makes it easy. Why Kurt, not? Chris is sitting over there with a red rocket right now, just uh, your just, fucking Mahomes jersey on. Oh, yeah. Why not, man? Why not? Like, he's, got the, <sighs> he's got the red Nike headband to match and everything. <laughs> like, just Jesus perfect. Christ. Poser. No, just kidding. Poser no, says the guy who tries to text me saying, I don't know, y'all still got to beat my Rams. Yeah, and I also said, look, Le'Veon Bell, Taco Bell, right. Bell Tire, <laughs> doesn't matter. Rams, <laughs> Rams are winning it all this year. I'm like, okay, buddy, I don't know. I mean, the Rams are a good team. It will be a great Super Bowl, though, because, I mean, look what happened when we've seen them match up before. Yeah. Great games. Well, also, Rams in the Super Bowl drops three points. Yeah, that too. That too, unfortunately. Excuse me. Anyway. KC trails about three points until the final two minutes and then just drops 21 back to back. Yeah, they, <laughs> they easily convert a third and 18 right. on the best defense in football. <laughs> and <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, how, does always this, just a how does this happen? Right. We have no idea. Pat Mahomes happened. That's how. Yeah. There we go. Did you have you seen the play or the thing on YouTube mm-hmm. where it's like kind of like, you know, mic'd up behind the scenes, but it's like in the Super Bowl? And he's like, "Do we have enough time?" Fuck, I forget what he ha- what he called the play. It's it's the name of the route. Uh, jet ship wasp. 
Wasp. Yeah, yeah. He's like, dude, do, I love that play. Yeah, he's like, do yeah. we have enough time for Wasp? And the coaches are looking, and what they, like what they said he meant by that was mm. like, is the pass rush getting here fast enough? Right. Yeah, cause because that's a that's a deep route. Like even with Tyreek. Yeah, it's like a twenty five yard route. Yeah, you gotta make something happen. Like you need a little bit of time there, dude. But if you go back and rewatch that throw, like oh my god. Dude, and, I have and many times. I know. I bet you have, <laughs> you motherfucker. Um, but no, man, with Mahomes, like, week in and week out, mm-hmm. we watch this guy, and I feel like it's kind of like, you know, Aaron Rodgers before, where it's like, man, we really take, like, what this guy does on a per-game basis. With Mahomes, you know, it's like, it's ridiculous. It's different, man. I'm si- like, I'm texting you as we're watching the games, right. like, last week. Like, dude, did you see that? Like, yeah. did that just really happen? You like it's, it's Pat Mahomes. What do you expect? It's like true, but still, when you see it, it's like no. I'm all, I don't. I don't just brush it under like oh, it's Mahomes. That one you tried to brush it off. Like I mean, it's Mahomes. What do you expect? Yeah. Like I'm like I know, but it's like but that was like his that. third great throw of the game. You I know, know. but I know. It, it, these are like unreal throws. Like yeah, like cross body. Like they say, like no other quarterback can make that throw. Yeah, but like legitimately, no one can make. Yeah, throws. like the way he throws the ball is just ridiculous. The one and I texted you on that. And I'm like, dude, did you see that? It happened like right at the same time as the Henry Ruggs, mm-hmm. like the that crazy catch that he yeah. made. Yeah. Or no, because they played the. They were playing. The Raiders. It was like right. It was, same but it was quarter, like around the same, same sequence. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, he dropped back, took a five step drop, stepped up in the pocket, and threw it about sixty five yards mm-hmm. in the air, like it was nothing. And it wasn't to Calvin Johnson, you mm-hmm. know. It was to Tyreek Tyreek Hill, which in lock was double, a double or tri- yeah, it was a double or triple. It was locked double. Like coverage. it was a it was a window where you don't throw that. And that one got called. Guy. Yeah, that got called back too, which was BS to me. Right. But I'm like, dude, that throw was ridiculous because like you don't throw that to somebody that's freaking five ten, five eleven. Yeah. At all. And it ever. just got called back on a hold. But dude, that yeah. was like one of the one of the best deep throws I've yeah, ever I'm, seen. I'm looking. I'm like, did I just see this happen? Yeah. Was and this then, real life? And then the rollout left. I forget if he hit. Did he hit Kelsey on that? Uh, Where he rolled left and just threw it cross right. I think it was Demarcus Robinson that he hit, or it was uh, Sammy Watkins. Okay. Yeah, it was one of those guys. Somebody, but, but it, like it was a crossbody throw. Oh my god, dude! He like and scrolled. They're, they're he, just he sitting there, left. like every coach will tell their QB, "Don't do it," right? Except for Andy Reid to Pat Mahomes yeah. because it's Pat Mahomes. Yeah, like what do you expect? And the sad part is, this guy hasn't even peaked. True. Like he hasn't even come close to a peak yet, right? Yeah, usually and we're seeing this type of years. ridiculous stuff. Yeah. yeah, like like he said, he couldn't read a defense until like midway through his first year. And when I went back and rewatched those games, because I did it when they gave like the game pass and stuff for free. Yeah, dude, you could tell like he was just chucking some stuff up there at first, mm-hmm. but when he finally got to like reading defenses <laughs> and stuff, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would really like to see him, you know, try and go like, because at, at some point in your career, like, you know, your 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 physical talent's going to diminish a little yeah. bit. So I'd really like to see him, like, you know, do more pre-snap stuff and like try and figure out the defense and like. Yep. But you don't really need to right now. <clears throat> you can just throw beyond any team, you exactly. know, behind any defense. You literally can. Like, yeah. it's not a big deal. You can hit any window. <clears throat> but now he's got Le'Veon, so. Mm-hmm. What do you think in terms of like his production comparing it to like Edwards Alaire? You know, what are they gonna so do? So he's in the back backfield? on completely steal from Clyde. Yeah. It's it's going to be New Orleans from a couple years ago. It's really gonna be that. You think so? You're you're gonna see some split back sex just to throw people off a little bit. You know, like they're gonna involve Le'Veon in the passing game a little bit here and there. He's definitely gonna get those goal line touches. 
Like that's really the biggest thing he's brought in for those goal line touches. But you know, I could see that. I mean, yeah. Edwards Lair doesn't have a lot of scores on the year. Exactly. And I mean, even I think was it the Baltimore game where like literally three plays in a row they tried to get Clyde to punch it in from the one and it just didn't work. Like it were several it was several occasions in that game where it's like, dude, you can get the ball in there. Just, just yeah. find the hole and he couldn't find it. And I mean it Which is it's not Baltimore. a knock against him. It is Baltimore. Yeah, and it's like it's not a knock against him. It's Baltimore, he's a rookie, you yeah. know, like the game's different. But you know, a veteran will see that, especially a veteran that reads the field like Le'Veon does. Mm-hmm. He waits for the hole to open up right before he even takes a step so that's it's gonna be very ugly like you may see him in the slot possibly but it's gonna be a fun toy to see in that system yeah exactly i mean i think it's gonna be uh trying to think who was the last like big move that kind of i guess kareem hunt you can kind of compare it to like kareem and somebody where you have to get him involved just because of the caliber you know or i can even see them doing it as a like green bay has with uh you know jones and williams where yeah. Periodically, like the other week, I'm sitting there, like we're watching the Packers game, and it's like, I'm like, dude, is this something wrong with Aaron Jones? Like, because we right. didn't see him for like almost the entire second quarter. Right. And Green Bay had a ball, a nice chunk of that quarter. Then you get to the second half, and it's like, oh nope, he's back, and he just starts popping off. Yeah. Like, you can literally just interchange it, and it it helps. It helps Clyde too because you keep him fresh. Like. Exactly. He might lose. It's like a load management yeah, kind he, of thing. He might lose five if Le'Veon has a hot hand, maybe 10 touches a game. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Clyde still has that big playability to produce from that. So it's not that big a deal. Yeah. And I, I think they really like him. Yeah. I think Le'Veon's just kind of like a safety guy to learn from because yep. they want to use Edwards Alaire in exactly. that same kind of, you know, the te- fashion type of role. A pass yeah. catching guy who can carry the ball 20 plus times. And, exactly. Okay. Um, God damn it, Siri, fuck off. Right. Was that mine or yours? It was mine. Oh. <laughs> and um, I, I think it's a great addition. I would, I, I'm actually excited to see Le'Veon go somewhere where he can actually play. Exactly. Like he has, a, he has a quality O-line now. Right. He has a coach that knows how to call plays. You know? And he still has to play the Jets in two weeks. And then the best part of it, unlike when he played against the Jets, where everybody can just load up the box on him, mm-hmm. <laughs> you load up the box with Tyreek and Kelsey and McCall Harmon out there, right? you're going to regret it. Yeah. So you have to respect that. Like He's he's going to see looks that he hasn't seen since Pittsburgh. Exactly. And it's going to open up the floor for him so well. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think... I honestly don't even know if he'll actually end up being like the best back on this team. I don't see No, nah, I don't see him being the best back on this team, but he'll be a great compliment. I think he will be involved though, and mm-hmm. I think I think for the most part both of these guys, you could realistically look at him as like your RB2. Yeah. Which you drafted Edwards or Lair. Yeah, know, you tried first to, you drafted him pretty high if you yeah. got him. Yep. So I mean it's kind of a hit there, but yeah. like this offense is going to score 30 points a game. Yep. You know, some weeks they're going to drop, you know, 45 and 50 balls. Yeah, exactly. You no, know, so um, we'll start there. They do have. Oh no, that's a five o'clock game. Yeah, it's a later game. We'll, we'll come. We'll circle back around. Your to Detroit it. Lions forward down the, the field. A team that is going to yield and lose to the Jacks. Man, you got to win. The only, the only way they win this game is if they don't have the lead until late. And I'm talking like the last minute they take the lead. They need to come back. Yeah, like, yeah. They like, like they, they have to. The they have to trail the entire game. <laughs> And then, because if they get the lead, the Lions are going to blow it. Right. It's just how it works this year. I mean, coming off of the bye week, you would think this would be the week where they would lock up Galladay. You would think, but it's the Lions, unfortunately. 
I mean, you just kind of, as a Lions fan, you kind of have to just hope that it goes horribly wrong mm-hmm. and they fire the GM and coach. Yep. And draft a quarterback next year. Why apparently not? the next you in a rebuild anyway. Apparently, you know, next year's quarterback class is looking pretty good. Yeah. Man. Like there's three like really, really good prospects, like yep. three of the top and you know, what's his name? Sunshine from yeah. uh, Clemson is you know Which the Lions won't get Sunshine. No. They're they too incompetent get. to get yeah, Sunshine. Yeah, the Jets are pretty much locked and loaded for that yeah. pick. But I mean at, at this at this point, one and three, they've all looked ugly. Defense is shit. Yeah. The the GM couldn't put. I mean, he put together a good offense. It's the best offense yeah. that Stafford's had since. Honestly, I wouldn't here. even say that he's put together a bad defense per se. It's a poorly ran defense. That's really it. Because I, I feel like these pieces could work if you threw in a few more blitzes. If you you know weren't so predictable on defense with this whole we'll let you do stuff and dink and dunk on us, but we're gonna stop you at the goal line and you don't stop a nosebleed. Yeah. Like I, I I wouldn't say fully that they built a poor defense. Because these are some pieces that are quality pieces. It's just... Just why do you have to really just go and be the one team who doesn't send a blitz? Yeah. Like they're, they're the lowest team, lowest blitz percentage team yep. in the league, and it's by a lot. Yep. And that's over years now at this point. But I will say, you know, like you said, it's not a bad defense. I really don't think it's a bad defense yeah. in terms of, like, the talent that they have. Because, yeah, like, you got talent around. But it's around. more so the talent that they've let go. Yeah. And you let go so much talent that goes elsewhere, and it's like it can produce. Could you imagine having Slay, Okuda, and Trufant with Coleman? Well, and Coleman, yeah. yeah. Like, Coleman was well, like, Trufant probably would have been yeah. here, probably. Exactly. Because he was a fill in for Slay. But still, yeah, it would have been nice. Like, that would have been a nice three with yep. Quandry Diggs in the back. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it, it would be an entirely different roster. Yeah. Or an entirely different defense on the back end. Because your say. secondary is just great. Still will look suspect because of the fact that you give them too much time to have to defend, but you know, yeah, it is what it is. Um, so anywho, um, for the Jags, uh, Minshew Mania could make an appearance. I know we called for it last week, yeah, and uh, I mean, it wasn't bad, but he didn't, I mean, he put up actually a pretty good game, yeah, 31 of 49, 301, two touchdowns, yeah, uh, but they lost, but like. I don't know if we said this in the first take or the second, whatever take we're in. Yeah. Um, the they kind of had it coming. Houston, yeah, Houston was just they needed to make a statement. Yeah, Bill O'Brien got shipped out. Yeah, it was just kind of like, and it's a division game too. So, yeah, you know it's kind of tough to go out there and win those. And, yeah, but this one, James Robinson gonna pop off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> DJ Chark is gonna pop off. Yeah, Chanel. I might, have a great you know, game. What? I might just start both Chark and Chanel this week. Really on the same team? Why not? Why not? It's a bold move, man. It is, but it could work. I mean, it's either that or... It 100% know, could work. Yeah, like, it's either that or I got to go with T.Y. Minshew's going to have all day to play. Oh, exactly. I, I would, I personally, if I had Shark and Chenault and... This week would be T.Y. the week Hilton, to do it. I'd fire him up against Lions. Yeah, this oh, would yeah. be the, this would be the week to ever... If it's ever a week to do it, it'd just be like, why not? Yeah. This is the week. And, I mean, Chenault, to be fair, has only had one game that wasn't like, mm-hmm. oh, dude's legit. And know? that was the week where... Chark was gone. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, so you had more guys keeping an eye on him. Yeah. Um, I'm not really touching anybody else, even though Conley's, a, you know, a big, deep threat. He could have some yeah. splash plays. Keelan Cole, um, you know, just a couple years back, looked like he was going to be a, he pr- did a look premier player in the yeah. league. And then just they got They shipped off. off Allen Robinson, and it looked yep. like Keelan Cole was kind of that new guy, but Blake Bortles was so bad. Yeah. Bortles! Um, <laughs> 
Didn't they try it with Foles too? Wasn't Yeah, they tried it, but then Chark wound up being the guy last year. That's really what it was. Yeah. Um Chark wasn't even a rookie last year. He was a first year guy, right? Yeah, he was, no, he was a rookie. Yeah. It was his rookie year. You sure? Yep. No wait. No, was it a Yeah, he was a, he wasn't a rookie last year. He was a rookie year before. Ah, okay. Yeah. He just didn't have a great year the year yeah, prior to that. He was yeah, because he had whoa. He just looked like he was going to be like TJ Jones. Yeah. You know? Because he only then, had 14 catches for 174 yards that year. Yeah. Yeah. And he was just kind of like the third in line. Yeah. Because they had somebody else, too. It was Keelan Cole. Who was the other guy? It was like. They brought in Conley last year. I think they brought in Conley to try to be the number two guy from Cole. Yeah. Because they brought him from KC. Of. I thought they had somebody else, though. It wasn't Willie Sneed. No, it wasn't Sneed. And it wasn't Stills either. Right. And it wasn't Sanders. I, I forget. It was somebody. Yeah. They had another guy. Oh, that's good trivia for right for people who want to do trivia on Jacksonville exactly. Jaguars. Um, I don't know who wants to, but you know. Yeah, I actually think this could be a pretty high scoring game. It could. It very well could because both defenses are going to look a little ugly. Yeah. So I mean, the Lions—they're going to run a pretty good scripted offense. You know, coming mm-hmm. out the gates, they're going to score. Yep. They're going to make some crazy play happen on yep. defense. And then it's just going to go completely stagnant. Yep. Just go downhill from there. Yep. Completely. But, I, I mean, Stafford's going to look to get a touchdown for mm-hmm. the first time ever against the Jaguars. Right, which is insane. Yeah. Dude has almost 600 yards against him over two games. No interceptions, but no touchdowns to show. So those are, those are the only two games he's played against him, right? Yep, only those two. Yeah. And Joyke Bell had the... Like Monster three game the rushing touchdown the first right. time. And then the other time, the defense's special teams just went nuts. Yeah. As did... um, Who was the back on the first one? Uh, or on the second game. Oh, yeah, Dwayne Washington. Yeah. Had a, just a, a smash game. 13 carries, 6 yards. <laughs> <laughs> Man. And then uh, your touchdown guy for that game on the offense, Eric Ebron. Running it in. Touchdown. Like, wow. Yeah. Man. So Stafford will look, or he just continues this trend and just doesn't score against him. That's yeah, also a possibility. That's also a high possibility somehow, right. some way. And knowing Stafford, that'll probably be what happens. Yeah, dude. Um, Before we move on, mm. we've got a pretty interesting UFC card tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Korean Zombies tomorrow. Yep. Against Brian Ortega. Yeah. Who you got in that? I don't know. I don't know. Ortega looks so bad in his last fight. I can't decide. So it's like, yeah, like if you like if you're looking at Ortega, you're like, just man, he got demolished. He looked so bad against Max Holloway. Mm-hmm. Um, he beat Frankie Edgar before that. I'm pretty sure. And then he also had the uh, what was the other fight that he lost? Uh, no, he's only got one loss, right? Yeah, was but it? it was bad against it's Max Holloway. Yeah, but he beat Frank Yeager. That's what it was, and he just he looked dominant. He looked like there wasn't going to be anybody in that division who's going to be able to stop him. Oh yeah, but I think he's going to get back on it, and I think he's going to I think he's going to win tomorrow. Hopefully so. Then next week got a big big card. Next week is the week. Yeah, dude, that's a Man. big one. Uh-oh. And also, I got dude. This is actually a boxing uh, match this weekend that I want to see too. Oh yeah, yeah. Who is it? Uh, Lomacheco. Like, this is like to unify belts on top of unifying belts. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. 
And I think this one's on ESPN Plus. Yep, it is. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's not so a $1,000 pay-per-view. Right. I ain't got to pay for it extra, boy. There you Let's go. Let's go. Who you got? I don't know. I can't even pick on this one. I'm like, I just, this feels like one of those fights where it's worth watching. <laughs> yeah. Because a lot of boxing matches, you look up and it's like, mm, I could have just missed this. But yeah. this is one of those, it's like, you, you want to sit up and watch it. I mean, that's how I am with boxing. And like, I'll, I'll watch fights if they're on. Yeah. And I usually don't, I don't, I don't get hyped for boxing, you know, the same way I do at UFC. Like, I exactly. won't watch it every weekend. It, it just depends on who's boxing for True. me. Like, certain boxers, yes, I'm watching it. Yeah, or Definitely. if you call me and tell me to turn it on or something, yeah, you know, then true. I'll turn it on. But oh, and then I think oh, this is gonna be taking place during the UFC fights. Should we go to the casino and bet on them? <laughs> why not? We go do a parlay bet with right. Ortega and your boy, <laughs> Just just tie the lions into the parlay to really make it hurt the most. Dude, you've been sending me like some of the craziest parlay bets I've ever Dude, seen. And like the amount of money these guys are putting on some of them are so low. And it's like, right. what? Well, the one guy you sent, he turned, was, a, was it $10 or yeah, $100? He turned $10 into like 17000 Yeah. Like what? Like what? On a $10 bet. That just seems crazy. And that was what, like just a six. It was like a six or seven uh, team parlay, like dictating who's going to score first in a couple of games. Yeah. Well, which, it so was think about just, it, that is a stretch. Oh, wait, so I can see why that was scoring first. Yeah, it was a lot of those were like this guy scores first in this one, this one scores first in this one. Yep. Like, I'm really? like, dude. Yeah. I thought it was just like they're gonna score a touchdown. Mm, it was like a score first because you could do parlays where like this person scores a touchdown, but he, he had the Ravens defense mm-hmm. like on there. And it was like they're gonna score a touchdown. Yeah, like it's <sighs> parlays are ridiculous. Yeah, man, and you've been sending me some wild ones, dude. Where like the odds are like. 174,000 to one, mm-hmm. you know, and then it's like, oh, okay, this guy just cashed out fucking hard, man, or misses the more misses the 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 spread by half a point dude. by one basket, dude. Tell me about it, like just, oh my god, it hurts sometimes seeing some of these bets. I know, man. <laughs> Did you see the one where the fucking idiot put like, um, oh man, I got I got to look at this. uh Cause I saw the one that was here. The guy like literally put down like thirteen grand on uh, the finals game, and it was one point that made it miss. Right, and it's like, dude, you you lost thirteen grand off of a single point. No, it was a terrible bet. It was uh, the team definitely lost last week. I got to look and see who it was. Was it? No, it was. I think it was Minnesota. Hang on, I'm gonna put the show on pause. I gotta find this one. It was pretty. All right, all right, we're back. Yup, yup. Sorry about the uh, small delay. Also, I had to use a pisser. I got a funny update while I was on the pisser, though. All right. Um, but to get back really quick, to name you the bet that happened last week, mm. and this is raw reaction from Chris. I haven't seen, I haven't told him this yet. So last week, some guy went in and bet five hundred thousand dollars on the Giants. <laughs> To beat the Cowboys. In a plus four. And then he bet $500,000 on Daniel Jones to throw over 244 and a half yards. Dope. He was a minus 110 favorite. A million dollars on the Giants. Lost it. So sad. So very be a sad. a fucking idiot to go in to and bet on the bet. Giants? Like, come on now. Right. At all. all teams. Um, one other thing. Um, open a new tab. Mm. <laughs> 
type in Russell Westbrook. Oh, crap. Hold on. Dallas, chill for a sec, dude. Oh, the fact that he's possibly going to... Look at the picture. (laughs) Bruh. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, what the fuck? I just got this update, and it's like, it's officially the offseason. If you Google Russell Westbrook, this is the picture that comes up. Bruh. Uh, That's like the actual Google photo too. <laughs> That's the crazy part. Like, bro, come on now. So for those of you out here, out there, just Google Russell Westbrook. Just do it. Just do it real quick. It's, it's pretty entertaining. I love when these things happen on the internet. Oh, like, dude, the dog came down here and farted. Oh man. <laughs> um, like, dude, my favorite one be like when a guy literally owns a team. Yeah. And then you look at the team page owned by. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, dude, did you did you see uh, the clips of uh, Skip and Shannon from this week? after the Lakers won the championship. No. Bro, Shannon Sharp walks in with a freaking goat wearing a crown and a LeBron jersey. Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, he was so he was so extra with it just rubbing it in Skip's face. Is he like is Shannon Sharp a Lakers fan? Oh, dude, he he's a huge Brian fan. Like oh, every okay. time Brian does something it's just man, which is funny though cuz like Skip gave him a goat a couple years ago. For his birthday. So yeah. he comes out this week with the goat again, and it's like, hey. Oh, my God. Goat James done did it again, y'all. Well, well Skip is, like, kind of famously, like, always Dude, he hates LeBron. LeBron. Yeah, he's he always bashed him. him. Like, his always. whole career. Like, man. He's still on that? Like, LeBron's not that sweet? Dude, he's still, he's still anti-LeBron, and to him, Kawhi is everything that LeBron never can be. What? Which makes it so much more hilarious, because considering how the bubble went, that's such a dumb take, though, like to try and bash LeBron for not being a good. He's player. been that way though since, because uh, you know he was a Spurs fan, so that's how the whole thing started with Kawhi for the love affair. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like sports writers like that. Like, yeah, you can you can like some players and some teams, but give credit where credits due. LeBron's one of the best players, if not the best player to ever play the sport. Exactly. You know. He's definitely in the top five for yeah. sure. Yeah. Oh, easily. Like, isn't it's no doubt that he's not in the top five. And you can make an argument for number one. Yep. Is that a real fucking goat? Yeah, it's a real goat wearing oh a crown. Yeah. Yep. He said, "Goat James, Goat James." <laughs> <laughs> and Skip's face is just like this motherfucker really brought a goat in this bitch. I mean, like, it, is, it is pretty entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. Like I love watching these shows when certain things happen. Like yeah. when the Cowboys collapse epically. Oh, it's great watching this and watching first take just to see them rant and just drag and rip them a new one. Yeah, man. Like it, it's just. Oh my god. Speaking of the Cowboys, when when they got up, you told me uh, an interesting if the playoffs started today yes, thing. Yes. Please continue. So if the playoffs started today, your number four seed in the NFC will be. The currently two and three Dallas Cowboys, That's and so they would host insane. the Rams in a playoff game. Who are the five seed at four and one? They should be five and zero, oh, but uh, still I'll, I'll, I'll four and on one, that. five and zero. Oh, they would still be a team that should not be on a road game, right? Against the freaking Cowboys, who can barely get it together. Oh wait, because Seattle's unbeaten, right? Yep, Seattle's okay. unbeaten. Yep, and then yeah, the Packers obviously are the. Yeah. Up there. Wait, the Saints? Mm-hmm. They're on top of the division. Wait, Tampa. What's what's Tampa's record? They're, like they're three two and two and, as well. The but Saints won three games. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess because yep. the Saints are on a bye this week. Yeah. Um. Uh, okay. Yeah, even the Panthers are 3-2. Oh, but yeah, the Saints did come out and win that game against uh, yep. L.A. Yeah. Okay. Like, it's... Dude, <laughs> this playoff picture is ridiculous because you literally look and, you know, like, you've got two 4-1 teams sitting below a 2-3 and three team. Yeah, I can't believe... The Bears are 4-1. Mm-hmm. That's so shocking because they're so bad. They just find ways to keep winning, and I, I don't know. understand it. Like They're probably going to win this week, too. Actually, I don't know, dude. Carolina's kind of been crawling back the last couple of they weeks. They have, so I hope Carolina rips them a new one, but I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah, this is one of those games that Chicago ends up just... Yeah. Did he like rip the computer? I think he did. Okay. He tried. Um, he failed a little bit. Hi, buddy. Hi. Um... Yeah, no, uh, Chicago could totally come out and win this game. Duh. So, oh, Chris is, like, in his phone right now. No, nah, because I was telling my <laughs> friends to do Google the shit yeah. with Westbrook, and they was like, well, he got traded? I'm like, no, nah, just look at the pick. Like, who is this? Right, like, what is going <laughs> who on Who man right is this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, so... Yeah. The Bears. Let's just jump into that matchup. Actually, they're yeah. four and one. Panthers are three and two. Um, this could be a weird one. What's Teddy gonna punch him in the mouth? Right. Um, <laughs> Allen Robinson's good. Right. Who's? Yeah. Was there an injury somewhere? No, not with Allen Robinson. David Montgomery's good. Yeah. What is? Who's supposed to like come in and? Oh no, that was Le'Veon Bell news. I was looking at where he actually had like. Chicago is one of the destinations, or somebody oh. said it, and it like went everywhere. I never heard of Chicago because when I <laughs> when I heard the actual teams that he had it narrowed to, yeah. it wound up being KC, Miami, and uh, Buffalo. But when it was like five teams, like everyone oh, was yeah. speculating, and they're like, "Oh, Chicago would be a great really? landing spot." I heard New England more so. New England too. Yeah. I heard um, New England and Vegas, not necessarily. I didn't Chicago. hear Vegas, yeah. which Vegas would have been not bad. It was because Gruden would have been. Dude, could you imagine him in Vegas? Gruden would have been split bat sex the entire game. Right. <laughs> I mean, anywhere he went outside of like Miami, they also called yeah. for Pittsburgh too. Yeah, which Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh to me, I was like, I just didn't see that happening at all. No. Like that, I feel like that bridge is burnt completely. But like think, it's going to take a couple of years, not just one year later and you're back. I don't know. I mean, if he already got his guarantee, I mean, Pittsburgh's a good team, 4 0. Like they go there and win. But with Pittsburgh wanting back the way it played out, that's why I feel right. like it's going to take a couple of years for that bridge to, you know, be rebuilt. Yeah. Um. So, anywho, I mean, Allen Robinson has kind of established himself as a pretty much a top. Like we said, it coming into the season too. Yeah. I was I was all over that train. I was like, dude, if he just had a decent quarterback, he would be good. He'd yeah. be a top ten guy for sure. Yep. Um. And he's doing it. He's yeah. Making this damn thing happen. I mean, everybody's got his expected, you know, catch percentage. All these, you know, all the advanced analytics have mm-hmm. Allen Robinson as like a top five guy. Yeah. And I, I don't think you can really argue with it at this point. In the and I mean, he still doesn't have a fully viable quarterback per se, but right, he's got somebody that's not fully retarded like Trubisky behind the center. Right. So there you go. Um, and then on the flip side, Robbie Anderson has kind of established himself as that too. Yeah. I mean, like he's definitely the number one wide receiver in that system. Yeah. Now. I mean, let's be fair. He's already got four eighty nine on the year. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's had seven seventy nine, seven fifty two. 941 and 587 yeah. in his other four seasons. I mean, he's got 49 through four, five games now. Ridiculous. 114, 109, 55, 99, 112. I mean, those are wide receiver one numbers. Yeah. In a PPR league, he's, not, he's a seventh ranked wide receiver 
in fantasy right now. Man, dude is good. Yeah, that boy good. Technically, he's ahead of uh, Allen Robinson. Really? And if in a PPR league, wow. I mean, dude gets a bunch of catches per game. Yeah, too. he does. Teddy likes him. Yeah, and his target share: eight, ten, five, eleven, and twelve. Yep. And five was against the Chargers, yeah. and the Chargers were on that game. You know. Yep. Um, it, it, at least in the passing game, they were. But and, he still produced in that game, I think. Did he? Uh, he had five catches for like fifty-five. Yeah, so I mean, still you got at least ten points out of that. Twelve. Yeah, Twelve. Yep. Yeah. Um, Mike Davis, I think he'll continue his success. Yep. They're saying McCaffrey won't be back until week eight. Yeah. Um. So, Mike Davis is an every every week starter until then. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, like you ain't got no choice at that point. Right. And I, I actually I think David Montgomery's got a great matchup this week. Yeah. Um, you know, fire him up as, you know, your top guy. Yep. He'll be a high end RB two, but he could sneak into that RB one category this week. True that. Like any of the tight ends? I'm like as long as Foles is the QB, I'm liking Jimmy Graham more and more week in and week out. Right. Like he's looking pretty good. He's a top ten guy for fantasy right now. Yeah. Like he's looking good. He's he's not quite Jimmy Graham in New Orleans, but He's good enough to where if you don't have a top tier tight end, mm-hmm. you can start Jimmy Graham and you know not have to worry too much. Yeah, and I mean he continued last week mm-hmm. three for thirty three, but he did get a score. Yeah, like didn't have the two touchdowns or one touchdown, but I mean this is a game I feel like he can score in. Yeah, he I, could. I feel like Carolina or Chicago. I don't know actually. I feel like this is gonna be a pretty low scoring game. It probably will be. Yeah. And Allen Robinson will kind of get most of the work. Yeah. But uh, who are you picking to win? Come on, you got to call it now. Carolina. Yeah, Carolina. Yeah. I'm gonna go I need Chicago. To win. I need Carolina to win. So I want go. Chicago to. I want Carolina to win. But I feel like Chicago is just gonna f- keep with that dumb success. Yeah. Somehow, some way, it's like you are the ugliest four and one team I've ever seen in my life. Right. But we're four and one. You shouldn't be. No. Not <laughs> At all. Close. Nowhere near. You should be freaking one and four right. if we're honest here. Um, one, three, and one Bengals versus the Indianapolis Colts at three and two. It's in Indy. Poor Joe Burrow. Yeah, pro, yeah for sure, dude. Because after what he did last week and then having to go against this defense right after, mm-hmm. this ain't no bounce back game for you, bro. Right. I'm sorry to tell you. It's about to be ugly. Yeah. And actually, I mean, Indy kind of got lit up last week mm-hmm. the browns i mean they're they're kind of on a mission right now yeah they are um rivers just looks poor he does really bad he does not look like the guy that you brought in to you know help you out he looks worse than Brissett did last year through this time right me. i saw something about the colts and like their field goals too mm. on the year they're like blanket ship has actually been pretty solid as a kicker yeah Whoa, his lowest output for points as far as fantasy wise, because I know you don't like to do the kickers. Go ahead, it's all you. Go for dude, it. His lowest point output was seven in the first week. After that, he dropped 15, 11, 14, and 11 again. Wow. Yeah. Does it show the attempts? And yep, he's, he hasn't missed yet. Okay. Yeah. He went uh, two for two the first two weeks, four for four against the Jets, one for one against Chicago, and then two for two against Cleveland. And. Yeah, he missed one extra point, uh, two extra points so far this year. Wow. Wow. Oh, no, he's made all the extra points. He's missed two field goals. Yeah. He missed a – no, it's not even showing me what he, he missed. missed a 30-yarder. 
um, against. Was it the Jacksonville game? Uh, it was. Yeah. Which week was that? Week one, and then uh, he missed one against the Jets. Okay, but I think they were both like in close game situations, mm-hmm. and then one was like a thirty yard or two. Okay. Um. Yeah, dude's got a good leg. Yeah, but he's uh, apparently like what happened is he's like missing it in like times where it's like we need a field yeah, goal here, dude. Yeah, you know, where like they drive down the field and it's like after a seven minute drive and then yep. just completely like, botch the kick. Like um, what happened? I don't know. Yeah, but but Rivers is really bad. I he honestly is. think like you can start looking at like, hey, should we play Brissett right now? I mean, I know you've got three wins, like you're above five hundred, yeah, but, but Rivers really looks that bad. And in this division, you need to win. Right, because Houston ain't fully out of it. They've shown that in the past after losing a couple games to start the year. You know, Tennessee's looking like they're not going to be stopped anytime soon. They're not. And Jacksonville can still wins from you, so, you know. Jacksonville's like, what, one and three, we said. Yeah, right? they're one and three. Yeah. yeah. Um, But I think the Colts can win this one mm-hmm. fairly they should easily. easily win this one. Just, it's going to be a back, bounce back game for the defense. They're going yeah. against a rookie. Um. Yeah, it's gonna be a tough one. I, I wouldn't. I would avoid both quarterbacks this game. Absolutely. Yeah. Like this is a game. I'm not starting either of these quarterbacks. But I would avoid my Bengals too. Like Mixon. Yeah. If you have better options, go Which for it. You might not, sadly, because running back is such a commodity this year, dude. Like, yeah. If you got running backs, you good. If not, <sighs> yeah, it's not. It's not a deep one at all. Yeah. But I mean, like, if you. Snag James Robinson. Yeah, then I'd definitely fire him. He's up going over Mixon for me this yep, week easily. You know, just guys like that. Mm-hmm. Um, even like a Todd Gurley. Like I'd start Todd Gurley over. Yeah, I start a lot of guys over. Gurley's been very productive this year too. He has. I got to give him his props. Yeah, he's been good. Um, have you watched any more of uh, your boy Jonathan Taylor yet? You want to give any assessment on him? I haven't seen much more of him. I just don't think he's that good, man. I, you know, in college, I thought he was gonna be special. Yeah. It hasn't clicked yet. It could still click, but I don't think he's got what I thought he had. Yeah. I mean, last week against Cleveland, it, it, Cleveland's got a good defense. Yeah. But he carried the ball 12 times for 57 yards, mm. which is almost five on the ground. But I, th- these are all, for me, they're yards that are just given to him by the offensive line. He's just taking what's there and nothing more. Yeah, see. Um, he did have a score. I, I I would avoid as much people as many people as I can in this game. Yeah, I would. But it is the Bengals. R- Rivers could have some crazy bounce back with Ty and just kind of spark things. You know, he could. It's just he's a gunslinger, dude. You know, he throws, it a, he throws that thing. I don't know. It's so scary. I know. Yeah. Um, who do you got winning, Andy? Andy. Yeah. Cool. Uh, can we help you? What's wrong, bud? <laughs> oh, and five Falcons at the one and four Vikings. Whew. Man. So for me, it's a matter of if Julio plays. Which yeah. He looks like he's going to. He should. They say, I, I think they actually removed his designation for injury. Hey. Hey, hey. Come here. Back it hey. up. Back it up. Back it up. Hey, Trev, come here. Yeah, I think his injury designation is gone now. Oh, really? If I'm not mistaken. Okay. Because I know him and Godwin both got cleared. Like, Yep. He's not on the uh, injury report this week. Nice. So he's clear. Nice. Yep. I need this. It's been a weird year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've got a one in four start. I'm in one league this year. It's you know the one that we're yeah. all in, and it's just it's whew, ugly. A one and four start. But let me go through my roster. Actually, we might just kind of skip the matchups this week. We're we got 15 minutes left. Yeah. Um, 
let's talk about our season so far. You want to do that? Yeah, why not? All it's right. been a disaster. Because I'm sure me. with all of the fantasy advice that we give out and everything that we say, we haven't really came out and just said, like, who's on our team. Yeah. You know? This is true. So let's go our league. You can you can tell us some of the other teams you have and stuff like that. But really, I want to focus on because you and I should not be in 10th and 12th place. Dude, when you have, like, you know, the pieces that I have, not winning a game just doesn't add up. No, wait, Chris, I'm sorry. We're in 11th and 12th. See? <laughs> like It's kind of embarrassing that we have a The show. collective pieces that we have on our teams should not be the records that we have. No. But somehow, some way... It just backfired. Right. Like, I, I don't get it. I really don't. So let me go through my roster. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got Lamar Jackson at quarterback. Yeah, he's been a disappointment. Yeah, I've got Derrick Henry, who in a week that I pretty much could have had it locked up, just needed twenty out of the running back. Mm-hmm. Gets sits out due to COVID. Yeah, uh, Devontae Freeman. I believe I grabbed him like last week off of waivers. Or yeah, that's yeah, a good something pickup. like that. Because I also had uh, I've been running Josh Kelly for the past three weeks. Yeah, and you see how that's worked in my favor. Yeah, um, I've got Michael Thomas. I've got Julio Jones. Mm-hmm. I've got Juju Smith-Schuster. I've got Mark Andrews, and the Bills defense. Those are my starters. Yeah. All right. No reason you should be losing. I should not have one win and four losses. Yeah. Like it's just everything is kind of steamrolled. Like last week. Thomas doesn't play. I had to shake a bunch of stuff up and start a bunch of, of waiver wire guys. Yeah. You know, Julio didn't play. Yep. And the Thomas one really was what bit you because it happened in the middle of the four o'clock game. Right. So, like it just came out of nowhere. And it's like, so I have no options left. I literally have to just grab whatever I can find to fill this void. Yeah. And someone else already snagged Sanders. So yep. I started because of Julio. I started Scotty Miller. I think I talked about that on yeah. the pod already, but then from there I went and I had to shake things up because I was already down big because I was going against the Ravens defense who dropped 30. Yep. So I'm like in a 30 point hole at this point. Jesus. So I had to pretty much do what like, you know, these guys who play like, you know, daily fantasy, mm-hmm. they go off and they try to, you know, when you're going for a Hail Mary, you just hope that game script goes your way yeah. and you play, you tailor to that. So I grabbed David Moore thinking that, you know, Russell Wilson was going to throw for five more touchdowns and hopefully two went to more. Mm-hmm. And then I played the Cowboys defense against the... Yeah, that one I was a little confused. I was like, even reaching. That one I was like... Yeah, but it was also like, I mean, I think the Giants are this bad. I know. Cowboys just, could happen to score a couple of touchdowns. But their defense is so bad, too. It's like, man. I know, I know. That was uh, it, that one kind of bit me. And I yeah. forget who I started at running back. Some it was it was it was a it was a rough go for me last week. Oh, Josh Kelly, who got me fucking next to nothing. Nah. But I mean, you look at this guy, week one and two. You know, has two really strong starts, mm-hmm. and then you know, what's his name goes out, uh, Austin Eckler, and it's like, okay, yep. I've, I've got a starting running back. You know, he should see the ball, but nope. the production's just not there. And yeah. Herbert looks fucking fantastic. I mean, he looks like he's gonna be rookie of the year at this point. Oh, at this point, he's easily got that locked up on right? offense, yeah. Like, unless Clyde just hits another level out of nowhere. Exactly. It's it's his for the taking. Yeah. I mean, if he can just kind of even somewhat close continue the success. Yeah, or although CeeDee Lamb is making a viable case if he can keep it up, but without Dak, that might hurt him. So, yeah. you know. 
Um, so let me just go through the backups, and we'll you know, then we'll go yeah. off your team. So Devontae Freeman, I grabbed him off waivers. Uh, Tim Patrick grabbed him off waivers. Um, picked up Justin Herbert this this week. Mm. Uh, Jamal Williams, due to the fact that I really liked kind of what I saw, you know, in the other game, you know, just in load management, he came out and he looked great. Yeah. So I grabbed him. Um, Dearness Johnson, I said it last week on the podcast. I said I really like this guy. Yeah. I think he's going to be able to get some touches. Just not against the Colts. Nah, it's not going to happen. Yep. So uh, they really leaned heavy on Kareem Hunt. And um, that kind of showed. So I still think Dearness Johnson could be a you know a liable guy or somebody who you can just kind of plug in. But I think it's more of like a 10-point if you need it. Yeah. Um, I said Joshua Kelly. Uh, I got Henry Ruggs. Um, who last week popped off, but he didn't really see yeah, the Yeah, he went, he went nuts, week. man. Yeah, or at least he had he had big catches. Yeah, he did. But he did what we essentially you know set on here mm-hmm. is that he's going to take the top off. Of like the eventually, field. it's going to click, and then he's just going to be a problem. Yeah, he's going to open up, and yeah, we've we've been calling for it since after week one. We're like, dude, mm-hmm. this guy, as soon as Carr can hit the deep ball, Ruggs is going to be a monster. Yep, and, and he missed a couple weeks, which really you know yeah held him back. But dude is a monster. Yep. And then uh, Dalton Schultz, which as of last week kind of rough yeah and i picked up adam humphreys off waivers just because of the aj brown thing yep so chris your team yep so yeah i've got deshaun mm-hmm. david johnson james white which eh, isn't too bad you know he's reliable. Be better but it's not bad yeah like it's not bad it's yeah. not the worst like I- i'd say he's you know that safety blanket realm like for a running back too yeah that's good that- that's decent i think he's more of a flex play but yeah your, your flex is strong so it's yeah like, and then, you know, I've got Chark, T.Y., Hawkinson, Slayton in the flex, and then Pittsburgh's defense. Yeah, but you've got some guys on your bench that are, like, yeah, if you're just, calling out your starters, like, yeah. you would name them. Like, you know, Le'Veon, Fournette, yeah. DeAndre Swift, which is actually, each week I've started him, he's beat his projections. Right. So, you know, that was a plus. He's, he's involved in the passing game. I yeah, think he Swift is. is a guy that you can slam into the flex if you need a, an emergency play. Yep. I've got Allshine. Stole Sanders back off waivers after you know. Oh, you're <laughs> the one away. who fucking grabbed Sanders. Yeah. Well, no, I, I grabbed him just a couple days ago. I think. Oh. I think he was back on waivers again. Yeah, actually, yeah. Um, because someone picked him up like before the, last week. Yeah, I had to put the fab in for him this okay. week. Yep. Okay. I had spent fifteen dollars of fab on him. You spent fifteen on on Sanders, dude. The way he's starting to get a rapport in that offense with uh with Breeze, even when Mike Thomas comes back, I think that's going to continue. Like I think. He's finally getting comfortable in what his role can be. I don't know, man. I like think Mike Thomas is going to get a lot of volume, but yeah, I think you're going to see such a sigh of relief from Breeze, Breeze is so when smart Thomas is back that he's going to understand. Yo, when Thomas is double, Sanders is going to be open. Yeah, and he can make plays happen. So you know, I'm getting pretty skeptical about Michael Thomas right now. Yeah, he's going. I am too. He's going down the road where like it's, he's going down the AB road. Yeah, yeah, and it's like. You hate to say it because you've never heard anything like this out of Michael Thomas. You've Ever. just seen pure production. It just happened out of nowhere within the last week, and it's like, right, what's going on? Yeah, man, bro? it's enough to you know kind of raise some eyebrows. Yeah, um, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. That's cool. Rest and then I've got Chenault and then yep. AJ Green, unfortunately. Right. Which AJ Green is he like done or what? I know he like tweaked his hamstring. Like the same no, he's knee good. Or he's good. Yeah, they is say he he's good. good. He's gonna play. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's he's healthy. He's also said he didn't demand a trade on the bench last week. As well, which I don't believe. I don't think he has much leverage to be demanding a trade. Exactly. I don't know who would actually go out. Maybe New England. You Maybe, know? yeah. But like he, the way he's played this year, it's like 
and dude they've been they've been trying to feed him the ball mm-hmm. like they've tried literally week one he had nine targets 13 six five and then he had one because he tweaked his hamstring they're trying well they're also throwing the ball like six times a game yeah but it's like they're <laughs> trying to get him the ball right he's just doing nothing with it right you know but i mean looking at your team i mean you've kind of it seems like you've gotten kind of like the injury bug slash injury bug. just like underperformance. Yeah, really, that's what it is. Yeah. It's been underperformance out of this world. Right. Like, it's just guys you'd expect to go off and then nothing. Yeah. And, I mean, that's kind of what I've ran into. I've either, you know, I got two of my guys, Michael Thomas, Julio Jones, sitting. And then, you know, in the same light, like, oh, Derrick Henry misses because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And... You know, here I am shaking things up, and it's like week in and week out, I'm losing like close games. Like after week one, I was first place. Yeah, I thought I was just on a great road to success here, and then I've lost four straight. But what I've always said in fantasy, it's really about like getting hot and then just kind of closing out the season strong. You yeah, know? that's really what it'll come down. And if to. you can win through the bye weeks, you know that's that's even better. Yeah, um, I shouldn't have lost last week, but I did. I would be two and three. You know, kind of competing for pretty much going into what would be a playoff spot yeah. but i mean it happens Ooh, i will say though sometimes. i did kind of pull off my finesse of the year <laughs> well my first finesse of the year that i tried to <laughs> let's hear it dude because like i mean i told you the trade that i was working on last week where i pulled in uh, aj brown you know like yeah yeah i pulled in aj brown and james white by getting rid of kelly you know josh kelly chanel and cam Akers. which cam Akers is going to get an uptick in his touches but that's a complete split backfield. Yeah, you know, and it's, it's like, like having a Kelly. Raven. Kelly should be the guy, but yeah, you know. And then I also did pick up in that league uh, the other running back there, who looks a little better, Justin Jackson. Justin Jackson. So yeah. it's not looking too bad for me per se. And it's like, dude, for that, I got AJ Brown. Yeah, like, and this is a league where I'm at. Things actually are working. Like the first two weeks were a little rough, but since it's just been bounced back, and it's like, hey. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, in this team, I have Lamar. I have Mike Davis. I had Chubb until he went down with his injury. And, you know. Right. But considering I got Mike Davis, I'm good for now. Um, you know, I've got James White now, basically, as my backup running back. Uh, Allen Robinson, Scary Terry, Mark Andrews, A.J. Brown, and the Dolphins' defense. And then, yeah. of course, my kicker, Trusty Young Ho. Young, yeah, you're Young Ho cool? Young Ho cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then on the bench, I got AJ, which, eh. I heard, real quick before you go, mm-hmm. I heard uh, somebody, like, call him, like, his like how it's actually pronounced. Oh, yeah. It was, like, Wango. And yeah, it's, like, like, Young Way, and it's, yeah. like, no, I'm calling you Young Ho. Yeah, it looked like Young Ho. I'm calling yeah, you Young Ho. That's Young Ho Koo. Right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, see, this, this team looks yeah. good. Yeah. Like, and then, you know, I've got AJ Green still, which he's about to be on the chopping block in this league for sure. Slayton, Rugs. Rams defense is usually my defense. I just got the Dolphins defense this way because it's, you know, the Jets. Like, I'm crazy to not kind of take advantage of that. Dude, the Dolphins actually shit last week. Yeah, they did. Which is another reason why I picked up that defense. Right. Oh, you just grabbed them? Yeah, I just grabbed them this week because I'm like, dude, yes. Like, because I already had the Rams defense in this league, which has been rolling for me. Like, their defense has been producing for me so well where I'm like, I don't need to even stream. I mean, the Dolphins beat the 49ers 43-17. to Yeah, dude, like the last two weeks against the Giants and the uh, Redskins, I got 12.5 and 14.5 and points out of my defense with the Rams. Damn. Yeah, so, you know, I could I could roll with them this week and probably get another 10 or 12. 
but the ceiling is so high for that Dolphins defense. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, bro, you got to take advantage. Right. And then also, you know, got T. Higgins, Justin Jackson, and Philip Lindsay's sitting on my bench right now because, you know, I need a guy to lose this week, and he has Melvin Gordon. Yeah. So that's me being selfish. But it's a dog-eat-dog world. And if Melvin Gordon don't play, this works out for me. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of Melvin Gordon, I know you and I were talking about this prior to the show. Mm-hmm. With um, with the DUI. So you got a DUI like two days ago, right? Mm-hmm. But he didn't go to jail. Yeah. He's in Denver. Yep. So it had to be like a weed. In the DUI, words of right? Stephen A. Smith, put down the weed. <laughs> and you were also saying, like, we believe that the NFL has kind of like lifted it to where, like, you yeah, can't it's be lifted suspended. the marijuana stance. Like, it's ha- it has to be like hard drugs for you to get really, you know, in trouble for it. Yeah. I wonder what about Adderall? Like, I wouldn't. Well, you can get a prescription for that, so you could you could take it, but you could still be, be under the influence of it though, because it's like cough syrup. Like you could be under the influence of cough syrup. Oh no, I'm just talking about like rules for the NFL. Oh yeah, like true. they can't really like suspend you if you like get caught using Adderall if you have a prescription, right? Yeah, I think if you've got a script, you're somewhat safe. No. Yeah, I was looking for something because uh, we were talking about the Dolphins on Twitter. Uh, mm-hmm. I saw, I think it was like Pro Football Focus put it out. Um, they were talking about quarterbacks against the blitz Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers was the number one of course and I think Fitzpatrick was second or third Fitz I magic. Was, I'm pretty sure it was Aaron Rodgers one Josh Allen two Fitzpatrick dude three. I think we got one more week left of Fitz magic and then it's just they need possibly to turn it two over to yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep it literally the Jets and then you got a bye week and then who do they have after the Rams <laughs> oh yeah two is gonna take over two is gonna be playing against uh, Kyler Murray <laughs> yeah yeah for sure <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, this is lined up perfectly. Yep. He's going to do so great. Aaron Donald might kill him. Man, poor Fitz. You know he's good for like four weeks, and he's had a good four-week stretch. Yeah. Yeah, because actually, what was his numbers actually the last couple weeks? Let me just check real quick. Who are you talking about? Uh, Fitz. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, he's he's been solid. I got him Because, dude, right he now. was great against uh, Jacksonville. Like, that was the first Fist Magic game he had of the year? No, he had Buffalo. Buffalo, really? Yeah, he threw for 328 and two touchdowns there. Fitz Matt? Yeah. I mean, he, he's been a stud for the last, like, four weeks. Maybe he gonna go retard this week, man. Because it's only four weeks that he does it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's I mean, only a four-week stretch. Here's the thing, dude. Fitzpatrick has played well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll call it Fitz Magic. He's, he's, he's played well so far this <laughs> year. Like, in week one against the Patriots... It was like a rough outing. It was. It was a very rough outing. But since then, he's been yeah. like a top guy. I mean, he threw for 315 against Seattle. He had two picks, but, dude, you threw for 315. <laughs> Put it this way. He's the number seven player in fantasy right now. Yeah, and then he had a touchdown against Seattle. Just ran it in. Yeah. yeah he's got dude, two he's, rushing he's touchdowns. He had one against year. Jacksonville yeah. that, that one week. Yep, yeah. Um, But, no, I mean, he's the number six quarterback in fantasy right yeah. now. He's the number seven player overall. Yep. And you know it's not going to last too long, but get it while it's good. I mean, this is the same thing that happened in uh, Tampa Bay that one year. Yep. When it was like, whoa, dude, like, because the, the Buccaneers, like, they threw, like, combined, like, almost 6,000 yards or something crazy. Yeah. And it was it like was ridiculous. when Fitzpatrick was Fitzmagic for those first, like, five weeks. Yep. And then they, you know, they went back to Jameis and right. he came out and threw for, like, 3,000 in, like, 12 games or something yep. crazy like that, you know? Ridiculous, man. Um. 
but yeah, and he's uh, Fitzpatrick's is an ex Jet. Mm-hmm. Well, he's an ex everything, but yeah, he literally has played for almost every organization. Yeah. He, he could play spent for. some times some time with the Jets. He did, yeah. I think it was like two years. Yeah, so yeah. he's gonna he's gonna come out and you know, like really hey guys, show remember him, me? Show him what they're missing, you know. And they're and they're in Miami too. Yeah, yeah, yep. The Jets have done pretty much everything wrong. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and Miami, they're they they've got an uptick, dude. They just beat a good team. Yeah, and um, yeah, I look for him to uh, to see Fitz Magic again. Yeah, I wish I could find that stat, man. All right, we just eclipsed an hour. Right. Um, the uh, wanted to talk about the new Cold War beta and get your feedback. I know you've only played like one. Yeah, game I've only on played it. one game. Like it's it's okay. Is it enough for me to be like, oh, I'm ready for it to drop? No. Right. No. Like it's I'm not really that hyped for it. I agree after with you. the beta. Um but I'm like I got it to like level thirty one. Mm-hmm. I've spent some time on it. Um Yeah, I made it to like level five off of the first match I did. Right, you level yeah. up super quick in yep. that. I noticed. I'm like, wow, okay. Yeah, but I do so when like my initial we talked about it after the beta, mm-hmm. after the first week. Last week we talked about it, I think. Because of the uh, pre-order yeah. or the open beta for P- PlayStation, yeah, um, I thought it was dog shit. Yeah. I thought it was terrible. It was a step backwards. And I were hearing people say like they couldn't get on the other betas because it was just like the servers were so shit. Yeah, and it, it felt like it was gonna crash like after every game, mm-hmm. you know. But um, they introduced the uh, fire team game mode. Mm-hmm. That shit's actually pretty fun. It's kind of yeah. got like Warzone vibes, but it's like yeah. It's like the it feels like a Black Ops game for real. Yep. And then there's another one on there that's different. It's called a VIP escort. Mm. That's kind of cool too. It's like search and destroy, yeah. but like instead of just having a bomb, it's like you have to transfer a whole player. Yeah. And then I had that one that I told you about that I played the Dirty Bomb, which was dude that one was fun. That's Fire Team. Yeah. Like it, it was in, it was in Fire Team. Yeah. And that uh, playlist and it's like dude it was so fun because like bro like I kill people and then I get to use their dna and shit to make the dirty bomb yes yeah <laughs> well what it is is um like when you kill somebody they drop uranium yeah and you pick it up yeah and then yep. you have to put it on the bomb and then you have to blow up that site and then there's yeah. like a toxic gas that fills the area yep but dude the whole thing keeps moving yeah like the map gets like bigger if i'm not mistaken yeah which is weird they say that's a new wars one of the new warzone maps i love it if so i like, like it dude. i like it I, yeah. i've been calling for like I want it to map. be, yeah. I want it to feel different, though. I don't want it to feel like a bunch the of exact buildings. same one. And you just, you know, redid where stuff is. Right. Yeah. I want it to be like in a wooded area. Yep. You know, where it's more outside. But yeah. I also like, I, I, I just smash in those types of areas, like running around camping in the building. I should drive. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. I feel like the one thing that will probably get them to be to have me like, yeah, I'll buy it right away. I'm a sucker for Nuketown. It's still one of my favorite maps. You just want him to put Nuketown in it? Yeah, dude, I love Nuketown. Like, it's it's always fun playing good old Nuketown. Right. Like, it's because it's like, it's a map where it's not too big, but at the same time, like, you do have some good vantage points there. Yeah. Where if you're a sniper, you can be pretty good. But, dude, it's like, it's fun for me. <laughs> yeah. It's just for me, the like, the whole multiplayer, mm. like, team deathmatch, hard yeah. point. That is, the whole experience is so played out, dude. They've yeah. been dropping the same shit. It's like playing a game of Madden. It's yep. like, so it's like you got to find something different to really make it feel unique. Yeah, and that's why I like Warzone a lot, and I like the... Uh, Which, you know, I got to get... Speaking of Madden, I got to give EA credit. What? 
over the course, like since launch of both Madden and UFC four. Yeah. Like their last couple of title updates for them. It's changed some of the presentation for them and stuff and like little small mechanics here and there. I'm like, really? They're working on improving. Like and UFC was already a pretty good game from launch. Yeah. But like it's it's getting to the point now. I'm like, you're actually showing that you care about this. No shit. I like it. Because <laughs> I haven't played UFC since you and I played. Yeah, like they changed because when you uh, play it, like you'll notice like the overhead, uh, the heads up display has kind of changed a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then like some other uh, small tweaks to it as well. I'm like, not bad. Pretty good. Well, I mean, that's how a lot of games, I feel like, at least nowadays with the with the technology that we have, you know, mm-hmm. where they can just deploy an update yep. and it's you know it'll it'll fix something in the game everybody just has to restart run the update and exactly yeah so i feel like games should feel different at the end of their life cycle than yeah. they did you at know, the beginning at, at, at launch yep they really should and with madden like they've changed uh because you know how like this year they got like the little that little meter for when you're past rushing and stuff yeah they changed the presentation of that a little bit where oh, okay. it looks it looks a little bit different and they also kind of shifted how it applies here and there like some guys were a little bit more dangerous with it but now it's like the actual threats are who you have to worry about like well that's good when i run kc if i'm using chris jones yeah i'm busting through the line at least four times a game okay and then i noticed too they've tweaked uh some of the x factors so like mahomes's uh x factor was he had to just throw it down the field like at least 30 yards or 50 yards once and he got it now you have to do it like two or three times tyreek's was you had to catch two passes of 20 plus yards now you got to get like five of them Okay. I'm like, that's that's not bad, though. And considering the offense that that is, it makes sense to boost those because you're going to easily get those X factors within the span of a possession. Yeah. yeah. And that, that's good. I mean, uh, I think balancing is important, you know, oh, yeah. rather than having, like, just one team. Like, sure, exactly. like, one team is way better. Like, you know, you could run with the Jets or you could run with the Chiefs, you yeah. know. And, like, one team is clearly better than the other. But, like, once you get, like, to where you're running – like Chiefs and Ravens and it's yeah. you know two players that have you know pretty similar skill sets mm-hmm. then it should be like a good head-to-head match not yeah. like oh this guy can automatically beat if I have the timing down on the button yeah you know so Which they still factor in the timing on the button but it's you no, I just meant like on that on the yeah. jump thing that you're talking about oh yeah like yep. it's not just a timing thing it's like oh this player's like this player better. is actually a player that is a monster in the pass rush right I need to worry about him yeah so that's good. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd be interested to check that out. I've only really played a couple of games of Madden this year. So yeah. I'll jump on. Yeah, it feels, your it ass cause. feels a little different from, you know, how it was, which I'm like, I like it. I appreciate it. Like, at least it shows because when it came out, it was it was ugly when it launched. It was the same game. It was the same game. And then they had glitches that were breaking right, the game. Right, right. And they improved it pretty quick. Like, it's still somewhat the same game, which I found myself at least once a game when I play doing this dumb shit where I'll use the taunt mechanic and start taunting somebody. And it's, it's funny. Yeah. Cause like I've been running through like a season with KC and one week I did it with Tyreek, like just taunting the guy mm. and he tackles me at the one, I fumble the ball and then I just roll over and pick it up. <laughs> Happened to me like the other day when I was playing. Yeah. And it was like, no, we gonna take that back. I'm like, God damn! Why'd you have to get smarter? Right. <laughs> like, come on. That's funny. How about we put something on the books here? Mm. Me versus you, Madden 21. Mm. I'll be the Jets, dude. Don't do that. You can be the Chiefs. Don't pick the Jets. Like, 
I'm getting I'm getting Gase revenge against your Le'Veon Bell, dude. Because like that's like that's like my brother is determined that the Lions is his team in Madden, and I told him don't do don't try that this year. It's he tough like, with the Lions, actually. He's like, why? I'm like, because they the Lions are trash this year. Stafford is a retard at Madden this yeah, year. Yeah, like, which is weird because they're usually a great Madden team. Mm-hmm. Like, they're a team in Madden that you can bust a lot of people with. This year, the Lions suspect Stafford just is can't like it's like his awareness is non-existent on there. Really? Yeah. Like that's weird that their I've line had to is run bad. The ball. Their line is actually pretty but been yeah. pretty solid this year. Like I've had to run the ball with them just to make things consistently happen. Really? And it's like I'm still fighting to run the ball at that point. Huh. I'll have to jump on there and give that a shot. Maybe we can do a little uh Lions Chiefs action too or something. We could try it. We could try it. Well um either tomorrow night, mm-hmm. Monday prior to football which would be like 5 p.m so that probably won't work well it's a doubleheader monday yeah i know yeah see so so it'll be earlier in that case or like wednesday or thursday figure it out yeah we'll put something up we'll at least play one right we'll get it happening yeah. we'll make it happen all right so what else do you got anything else uh oh uh, that's about it i really. know you got stuff that you think about all week that's like this belongs on the podcast i don't know oh i didn't know that i could do this what Cause I get my ESPN Plus for free, and like with my ESPN League, they give you like extra perks for having ESPN Plus. Oh no shit! Yeah, like wow. So it's like who Matthew Barry would start? Pro- yeah, like and it, it, it gives you the optimized lineup and everything too. Like, do Joe Mixon or Mike Davis? Wait, this is fun. This is hilarious because like the optimized lineup that it gave me is a lower chance to win than what I've actually selected. <laughs> That's actually hilarious. Can you just compare any player? Let me see real quick. Yeah, I know this is all new for you right now. Yeah, because I'm like, I didn't even realize I could do this. Yeah, compare. Yeah, because they do got Watson in here. Okay, do um, Mike Davis and... Who did I say? Did you say Joe Mixon? Joe Mixon, yeah. yeah. Oops, for the record, before I see this, I'm going Davis. Oh, yeah. I over, mean, the over production this has just been crazy. Compare. And this is just week six it's comparing, right? Yep, yeah, it is week okay. six. Uh, projected, and yep, it's got Davis projected for higher. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, that wasn't really. But then they've got like the boom and bust uh, thing on here too. Yeah, Mixon's more likely to bust than Davis is. Yep. For my sake, I know it's going to say Devontae Freeman. Put Devontae Freeman or Jamal Williams. All right, hold on. Actually, don't even waste your time. I know, sure? it's, I know it's Devontae Green. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we know, but who knows, though? Right. The way Green Bay kind of, you know, I know, scripts man. it. Um, so, sorry we didn't get to the matchups this week. We, uh, I mean, everybody, you pretty much know who you like in your lineup. Like, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll jump back on board. We just wanted to, I wanted to go in and kind of dive into Butter Fantasy teams just because, like, it's so it's so weird. There's no reason why you and I should have Dude, like, bad I don't records. Get it. it's, I mean, it's just the timing of everybody's. Yeah, everything that's happened. And then to my busted team that I told you about, I somehow lost to my brother last week, but that was because my running backs gave me nothing, and Lamar gave me nothing. So yeah. You know. But to be fair, I had Aaron Jones on a bye week, so right, right. <laughs> that alone, you know, set it up. But you know, I'm I'm thinking, do I trust in the flex, Clyde, James Conner, or Hollywood right now, or? I did pick up Madison in this league. Madison too. this week. 
Delvin Cook's out. Madison this week. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Madison and the flex here, which I, mean, I just picked him up just to block somebody else from getting, you know, Dalvin well, Cook's back up. This is the perfect week but for it. But it's like, yo, I might as well just run with it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Do that. I mean, you could get one really good week out of Clyde while Bell's out too. You could. Uh, it's like, would I start Clyde over James Robinson in this case when I know he's going to tear Detroit a new one? I don't know. That's tough. Yeah. And I mean, my receiver situation is it was obvious I'm starting Galladay. Do I want to go A.J. Brown or do I want to go? I think I'm going to go Hollywood. Yeah. Because yeah. A.J. Brown's kind of questioning, isn't he? Big time question mark this week. Well, he's, yeah, he is actually, he has been questionable. Yeah. I don't even know. But if he doesn't have a designation right now. Really? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, he doesn't have, they removed him off the injury report. Oh, okay. So the knee is clear. But still. Yeah, because I'm, I could go Terry against the Giants, which should be a big boom. But him and Kyle Allen weren't on the same page last week, and him and Alex Smith weren't on the same page. So until that gets together, I don't think it matters. I think you can fire up Chark no matter what. He's that type. He's that caliber. He's like Allen Robinson. Yeah, I mean, I like Terry a lot. It's just. I don't trust how bad their quarterbacks were last week. Yeah, that's really what it comes down do they to. Have, they have the Giants this week, don't they? Yeah, they do. It might be a spicy one, man. It might, yeah. Division game. Where's it at? It's in New York. Okay, yeah, because the Jets are on the road. In yeah, Miami this week. Yeah, I don't know. That could be a spicy one. It could. Yeah. Like God, this roster is just—it's beautiful. Lamar, right. Aaron Jones, Robinson, Galladay, Brown, Kittle. Enough blowing your own roster. That's our show. It's beautiful, man. Come on now. <laughs> um, follow us on Twitter, Insta, yeah, the Insta, whole night. Everywhere. And that's it. That's it. All right. Peace. Peace. Incredible. General. I just thought the label just to sign me. Me and Chase connected like we signed me. Uh, we've been on a run for like a crime spree. Talk to me nicely. Yeah, I seen his face. Yeah, on his white teeth. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, call the Sprite people. Call them, hold on. Private flight franchise. Mm. On a private flight. Pop them in his hands. He-